success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. We have an amazing guest for you all the way from Canada. We have Chelsea Clark. She is a content monetization strategist and business broker. She helps investors acquire profitable niche online businesses at her brokerage blogs for sale. Co, while providing an avenue for digital creators to have gainful exits from those businesses. As well, Chelsea teaches marketing and growth hacking strategies at herpaperroot.com and is on a mission to help creative entrepreneurs make more paper in business. Welcome, Chelsea. It is so great to have you here on the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you so much for having me on your awesome, awesome podcast. I'm so excited to get to chat with you today. Oh, me too, girl. And I'm so interested in all of your knowledge and your topics that I know our listeners are going to find great value in all that you share. So let's jump in. Let's get to it. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? <laughs> sure. Well, thank you again for having me. I, yeah, so I am obsessed with funnels and marketing, but doing marketing in a way that feels good for everyone on either side. So the customer and you, the business owner. So I am so against sleazy sales tactics and making anyone feel pressured into selling. So I've built my company in a way that feels natural and normal. And, you know, like a normal human would speak and talk when doing those things like sales pages and discovery calls and lead funnels and all that sort of thing. So I got my start um, over a decade ago. I did go to school for marketing, but I want to say that you do not need to get a college degree in order to be successful in marketing or online business these days. It's really not, um, you know, it's not something that you have to do, but I did do that back in the day. And I spent several years grinding in corporate marketing, helping my bosses get rich while I was getting no further ahead for Chelsea. <laughs> so um, many years of grinding and putting in the work. And then one day after many different obstacles and setbacks, I realized that I had to take a chance and go out on my own. So I have been uh, my own boss for a couple of years. And when I made that decision, 
literally everything changed and I reached all these new challenges as you do as a new business owner, but knocking them out one by one really just gets you to be stronger and get you ahead a lot faster. And I've been able to figure out so many things and I've been able to reach those financial and lifestyle freedoms that I know we will be talking about on this show, but um, that's my very brief startup story. I love it. I love it. And I love how you said knocking them out, right? One by one. That's what we do here on the She's Invincible podcast. We have gloves and we're ready to fight and we just knock them out as they come. So tell me and and our listeners, what makes you invincible? Well, I love that question. And I I mean, the whole topic, the whole niche of your podcast, this is so cool. Um, I definitely had my struggles. So when I was starting up my first startup, I was uh, working a few jobs. So marketing by day and waitressing by night. And I realized that if I really wanted to be able to focus and I wasn't ready to quit my jobs yet, I needed to put all of the money that I was earning back into the business that I was starting up. So I put my apartment up for sublet so someone else could come and pay to live there. And then I found an office building. And for a little while, I secretly lived at my office building rental. It had 24 hour access, free Wi-Fi, free coffee. And I just made it work. I really focused on building up my company and, you know, getting in control of expenses. And so when this is when I was much younger, I didn't have a kid yet, so I wouldn't be doing that now. But when I was in my twenties, I was able to do that. And it really taught me a lot in perseverance and just making the the sacrifices that you have to do when you have a bigger goal. And by doing that, I was able to build up a drop shipping business where I was drop shipping uh, clothing online. It was one of my first startups and ran that for a few years. And then when I switched to a completely online model, when I realized the connection between blogging, which was something I always enjoyed doing, but the actual content monetization marketing that I was doing in my day job, when I combined those two, everything just clicked and I focused hundred percent on blogging and content marketing and uh, yeah, no longer live in an office, <laughs> but blogging has helped me um, to actually be able to have those savings to reach six, seven figures, to buy a house, to support my family, to do all of that, that working a day job and working in waitressing certainly was not going to allow me. I had to make that decision to go out on my own. I love that. And you're right. That is what makes you invincible. You were willing to just step away from the comfortable, you know, life, you know, not that I I don't want to say comfortable, but you were comfortable in your apartment, right? Like more so than in an office building, but you were, you were willing to abandon that in order to have even more. And I love that. And I really do believe that makes you invincible and your blog. Oh my gosh. You know where it all started that I'm amazed at that. So we're definitely going to talk about that. We'll fit that in as well, but oh my gosh, how fun. So yeah. So you are such an expert, I would say in marketing. Uh, I love all that you've been doing and how you're making an impact in the world and helping entrepreneurs see the the vision right this bigger vision of what is possible you even did that for me just in a brief conversation I have to say and uh, I know you're making a huge impact so let's talk a little bit about what you're doing right now about building you know awesome lead funnels that are attracting clients uh, but also generating sales on autopilot 
Like that's every girl's dream, right? (laughs) Yes. And you've got it mastered. So share with us all about that. Sure. Would you like me to walk through a complete funnel? Um, like step from top to bottom. Cause I'm happy to do that. If that Absolutely. would be helpful. Absolutely. Yes. That, okay. I'm here for it. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's have a little workshop. Okay. So I will also uh, send you, um, Cami, an image of this so that you can have a visual of what I'm going to be talking about It'll be a little different, but I'll try to be as, uh, illustrative through my words as I can for the podcast listeners. Um, but what I like to do is no matter what product I'm about to build out, whether it's a, a course, an ebook, you know, you might have a physical product that you're selling. There still needs to be some sort of element that is online, some sort of digital thing that people can find you from your, whether it's your blog posts, your social media posts, something that's coming back to your sales pages. And so what I like to say would be the first step in my lead funnel is it's actually like your Instagram post. It's something that you're putting yourself out there. You're making your business um, visual and something that is just increasing the visibility of your product. So this could be your, like I say, an Instagram post, a Facebook post, not, a, it could also be a paid ad, but I'm just going to talk about organic for this one. Um, but I also really like to focus on Pinterest. Pinterest marketing is definitely something that should not be overlooked. It is a huge search engine and it has the ability to send a lot of free traffic to your sales pages, to your website, to your blog posts, whatever it is that you're trying to promote. So Pinterest, do not overlook it. So if we're talking about our first step in the funnel, we have some sort of image, an image visual representing what it is that you're selling. That is the first thing that your customers will see. And when they click on it, it's then taking them to your sales page or your blog post. And on that page, you want to make sure that you hook them right from that first. As soon as they land, before they have to scroll, you have your hero image. You have a, uh, a headline, something that is catchy, something that lets people know right away what your product is. So I know it can be fun to try to put something cutesy in the headline, but if it doesn't explain right away to the customer what it is that you're selling, they're just their, their skim impulse is going to kick in. You know, they just, they won't understand what it is. They might scroll down and keep skimming things, but they're probably not going to read it as closely as you want them to. So you really have to hook them in from that first moment that they land on your page and having a great catchy headline is a great way to do it. And an image that represents your product. And now I know if you're teaching a course, you have an ebook maybe, or it's a workshop. It's something that you perform like a video, it might be harder to create an image, but I say the easiest way to do it is take a screenshot and put it in a mock-up of a phone, like an iPhone or a picture of a laptop computer, just giving some sort of visual to let people understand that it's something that they can watch online and putting it in a a computer mock-up is a great way to do it. And there's a lot of free tools online you can get for free mock-ups. Canva has some free ones too. Um, I love Canva, big fan over here for all, all my graphics. And then, so when they're on that page, this could be, like I said, this page would be your sales page, it could be a blog post. It could be, if it's like a sales page, but something for free. So a lead magnet page, just something where you're educating your reader 
about a specific problem that they may have. And of course, the solution to that problem is your product that you are either selling or giving away for free. So for this example, let's say that it's something you're giving away for free. Maybe it's an ebook and you're going to give it to your reader in exchange for their email address, right? So they sign up. Great. On that page, you've given them a great reason why they are happy to give their email address to you. And then what we want to do is right there on that form, and this can be done in your email service provider, this can be done in ConvertKit. Once they enter their email and hit submit, you want that form to redirect them to a new page. And on this new page, this would be your tripwire page. So a tripwire is just giving them some sort of thing for sale and offer where they can buy, but they only have a few minutes to buy it. So it wouldn't be a big spend to be something like something that is affordable and just provides a really quick win. So we do this for a few reasons and it's not to make anyone feel like high pressure or they're going to miss out, but we do want to play on the fear of missing out a little bit that FOMO because we want them to get something at a great deal in a limited time. So we do want them to take action so that One, they get used to buying from you right away. And two, and this is really important, this is so that people who are just freebie seekers who wouldn't actually end up being interested in buying down the line, and it's okay. It's okay to have people who aren't interested in buying. We still want people in our community, but we want them to know that you are running a business. Yes, you're giving away that free thing. They've signed up in the back end that is being sent to them but they've landed on this tripwire page and they need to know that you are a business and you do have things for sale because once they're on your email list and hopefully you're sending a weekly newsletter and hopefully in those newsletters, you're presenting them with different offers and letting them know about the things that you do in your business. So having that tripwire page just educates people right away to know no surprises, but I run a business and you're going to see things that are for sale. So everyone understands that from the get go. And then if they take you up on that tripwire offer and they go and they purchase that tripwire, you'd have them taken to your checkout page, right to a checkout page where they can enter their payment and purchase it right away. And this is such a basic funnel that just gets people from that Instagram post where they saw something, they got to opt in, they got something free right away. And then they had the opportunity to buy something at a low cost price, which is just great. It's, it's good for everyone. And it makes people feel like, Oh, I'm getting more value than I expected. And then there's a lot of things behind the injured workings of that. And I won't get into all of the like abandoned cart funnels and the nurture sequences going on behind the scenes, but I will give Cami an image so you can actually see what the full lead funnel would look like. But those first just basic steps are so important. And it just gets people to see your products, to see what you do and introduce them to, to you. And you uh, can open that communication. So what I like to do, this is the last thing I want to mention about this funnel is once they have signed up, they've, they've entered to get their lead magnet, the email that you have sent to them automatically should let them know who you are. So an introduction, just really brief, not your whole life story, but just a really brief introduction to how you got your start and how you specifically can help them. Because the whole point of building this community that you're going to be um, building through email and through your lead products is to show people that you are the authority in a specific thing and you have the solution to a specific 
problem. So don't be shy to let people know right away what that problem is and how you help people through that and what your experience is to make it uh, your expertise and your authority. And that's a very basic intro lead funnel. Oh my gosh. I love it. And you know, it's funny as you're walking through this process, I'm imagining myself getting sucked in, <laughs> right? So I, I do, I'm the person, right. That we're doing that for. So I'm on, you know, Facebook or Instagram and I see something and it's like, click here, this flashy thing. And I click, and then it's, well, look at this and you need that. And I love it because it just really put that together for me. And it really gives our listeners ideas of things that they can put together, like that small thing, that very inexpensive thing that that makes them, you know, makes them the authority in that gives them more value than people expect. I love all of that. Well, oh, I love that you mentioned the the ideas. That's so important. And I think that if you are out there and you're scrolling on Facebook and you see ads, click on them, go and see how other people have set up their sales pages. If it's something free, sign up for it. See how their tripwire page works. The best way to learn is to watch how other people are doing it. And I have a huge bank in my ClickUp account where I have just screenshots of people's ads and people's sales pages and the types of copy that they use just from a marketing perspective to really be able to study it and see what other people are doing. So that's a, a great tip. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because just being aware of that, you guys go take screenshots, keep some sort of bank, maybe in your Google drive or something like that. So you can always go back. And when you need inspiration, you have this collection of other people's ads and other people's sales pages. So you can really see um, what you could possibly do for your own products. Oh, I love that. And you know, the thing about content is not everyone is, you know, easily in a creative space where they're creating that. So this really is a great outline where they can plug that in, right? They can follow suit with what you've given them. That is amazing. So, and I know you have a freebie for our listeners. So I would love for you to share about that as well. Oh, sure. I would love to share that. Thank you. So I do have a free funnel workshop and this funnel workshop really just walks you through the three main mistakes that someone most most of us probably are making and how we can really fix it really easily. So it's a great workshop. It comes with a couple bonuses as well. And it's just going to show you how to actually set up your account. So you can use any sort of email service provider, but in this workshop, I show you how to set up your either uh, ConvertKit or Flowdesk account. There's two little quick demos in there. And then you're getting an over-the-shoulder demonstration of me showing you a step-by-step -step walkthrough of how I build out a funnel after making those little quick email marketing funnel mistakes. And if you go to herpaperoot.com slash fix, you can get free access to that. Amazing. So, and also I know you have a podcast, so let's give a shout out uh, to your podcast so we can send our listeners over there to check that out as well. Sure. Yes, I do have the Her Paper Root podcast and you can find that on my website, herpaperroot.com. And that's where I share the inspirational stories of women creators and entrepreneurs who are figuring things out and making money on their own terms and making major waves in their own businesses. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's tell our listeners where they can find you. 
Oh yeah. Just find me at herpaperroot.com. And if you are actually interested in buying or selling an online business, find me at blogsforsale.co where we have a marketplace of profitable online businesses that you can acquire, or you can put yours up for sale there. If you're thinking of selling your business, your e-commerce site or your blog. Okay. I'm so glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk more about that. So before we shift, I would love for you to share about what you're doing um, and what kind of businesses, like when you mentioned to me your story in that area, and I didn't even know that that was a thing. So let's go into that a little bit. We'll take a few minutes and let's share uh, your, your story and with that, and then how you're helping others and maybe what kind of uh, things would you sell? That's great. Yes, I'd love to. So when I guess it was 2015, no, it was 2016. I was working at a business brokerage. I was in the marketing department and I was helping these business brokers to create deliverables and build out sales pages for the different listings that they were representing. And now they really focused on brick and mortar, walk in the door type of businesses. They were helping uh, people sell. And I was really interested in that. It seemed really exciting. But for me, I know that there is so much money in the digital space. And I really just wanted to focus on online businesses. So I went through, it's called the IBBA, it's International Business Brokers Association. And I learned how to, um, how to sell broker businesses. And the IBBA is all about brick and mortar, but I just applied what I learned there to how I could do it in the digital space. So I have experience selling my own blog. Um, when I was doing this, I had sold my first beauty blog for $50,000 on its one-year-old birthday. And I was able to monetize it quickly, generate traffic to it quickly, and then sell it quickly because of that experience that I had from loving to blog as a hobby in the past and then having that marketing uh, career and experience. So what I started to do is I realized, hey, I could probably help people to grow and sell their businesses pretty quickly. And people started asking me, they had read about how I had sold a couple of my own sites and pretty soon people were asking me to help them sell theirs. So I was, I guess I'll take one step back before I left my job at the brokerage, I was pregnant and I asked my boss for a raise and he pretty much just laughed and said no. And so I took that as a sign that, you know, I, I felt bad, but I didn't let myself feel too bad because I just took it as a sign that he just didn't see the value that I had in his company and that's okay. So I launched my business in the market that I wanted to launch it in, in the digital space, which he had been missing in his company. And so I launched, I quit my job there. I launched my brokerage and I've been helping people buy and sell online businesses there ever since. And now anyone who's listening is probably thinking, how does someone sell a blog? And it's actually a lot more simple than it sounds it's not as tech um, heavy. It's not as confusing for me, I guess, because I have the experience and I become a broker, I can really walk you through each step. And it's quite, um, quite a fun process. Once you've done it once, I, I see a lot of my clients becoming pretty obsessed with it. Like I am, they do it once and they sort of like catch the, uh, the interest in it pretty quickly. So really what you would do if you have an online business, let's say you have an e-commerce site, 
I really like to focus on content sites. So sites that have great blog content, original content, you know, maybe you've been writing for a few years, you've been focusing on SEO, you have some traffic coming in, and of course you have some money coming in. So the website is making revenue, whether it is your blog post through maybe ad revenue, affiliate marketing, selling digital products, or maybe you have an e-commerce site where you sell physical products. That's all good. If you're thinking you might want to sell down the road, just make sure that you're tracking your monthly profit and loss now, because when it comes time to put up for sale, buyers, they're, they're going to need to see that. They're going to have to understand where the money's coming from and where it's going in any business. Um, but I think the, the easiest way to get started, really just come and check out my website. You can see I have a lot of free content there, a lot of free blog posts. I have a lot of case uh, studies. I've interviewed many of my clients just so that they can explain what the process was like for them as first-time sellers or first-time buyers. And then you can really just get a feel for it. And I do have a blog flipping course as well. If you want to go more in depth with that and sort of learn it on your own. Um, but I think yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm pretty obsessed with it. It, the margins can be really great. It doesn't cost much to run a website. Expenses can be quite low compared to a traditional brick and mortar business. So when you have that revenue coming in the profit, uh, for the chances of selling for a higher multiple can be really good. That is amazing. I did not know blogs could be for sale and all of these other things that you're doing. So I th think that our listeners will be amazed as well. I'm sure there are many out there that are doing blogs and different, you know, online things that they could take advantage. So thank you so much for sharing that. And now a word from our sponsor, Christine Trumbull, founder of Coaching the Climb, understands the challenges of building a successful business. She's faced many of those challenges herself and helped hundreds of clients build successful businesses. With the launch of her new podcast, The Climb with Christine, you will hear the same advice she gives her clients, as well as conversations with experts in a variety of topics, including business, health, relaxation, mindset, kids, and fashion. Check it out on iTunes, The Climb with Christine, and be sure to subscribe, download, and give her a rating and review. And now we are going to shift because, you know, Chelsea, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we will feature fierce female entrepreneurs and we will spotlight their expert zone of genius. We will share everything that they're willing to share to help our listeners with tangible tips and education that they can put into place and see a difference right away. You have done that, oh my gosh, at such a high level right now today. And I appreciate you so much for doing that and sharing your expertise. We also share the good, the bad, and the ugly of the journey. Wouldn't you agree that the Chelsea that is sitting here before me today is not the same Chelsea that was journeying through all of the things that you had to go through to get to the success you have today? And so when... These women, which are mostly our listeners are women, when they compare themselves, they always come up short and they don't think they can do it too because they don't live in Canada. They're not beautiful. They're not smart. They're not brave. They come up with all of these reasons why they can't have success like you. 
And since we cannot get them to stop comparing, I've tried everything I know. <laughs> I thought, well, we're just going to let them see how great you are and then show them the journey that you had to overcome in order to reach the success. You see, people want success, but they don't always want to pay the price. They don't always want to deal with the nonsense and the obstacles and the disappointments and the failures, right? We have to yeah. show them. So I would love to pull the curtain back right now. And I would love to have you share with our listeners a story about the good. I always like to hear the good first. So share with us a story about your journey that you would say was good or great. And again, this is just so awesome. I love this whole concept of your show. And I love that you make it so, um, so clear about the actual journey, because yes, you're so right. When we look, and especially when we're just starting a business, it's too easy to compare to the people who are way ahead of us. We see them, they look like they're perfect, like they have everything figured out. And really what we have to understand is it took them a long time to get there. And they probably have a team of people helping them now. You know, it's it's the, the way it looks on Instagram is not usually what it really is like every day. At least it wasn't in the beginning. And for me, I am absolutely no different and I'm still figuring it out really. Like I, I have some things that I have a plan. I have certain freedoms and certain, um, you know, things that have just kind of been working for me, but I'm still figuring it out every day. I never want people to think that, Oh, I've, you know, you've made it right. You never want to get comfortable like that because there's going to be a hundred people who are just below the level that you're at that are just waiting to take over and take your space and whatever space you may be working in. So never feel like oh, I've, I've made it. Everything's going good. You know, there's, it's all smooth sailing because as an entrepreneur, it's never going to be just smooth sailing. You always want to be thinking ahead. You always want to be thinking, how can you be better? How can you grow more? How can you learn more? Who's ahead of you that you want to learn from? So when I was starting um, my business, I was doing too many things. I was not focused. I, I was, well, I was focused on each thing, but it was too, too much um, going on. I wasn't able to actually get enough done because I was trying to do too many things. So being able to simplify niche down and focus on just one or two things that you really enjoy doing is so, so important. And that is something that has really helped me to get ahead and something that would be the good in my business. And most things are good. I do want to say that like, even when things were tough, there's still so many good things. And even the hardest day working for myself never compares to the easiest day when I was working for someone else, when I was working as a bartender and the bar was full of people and there wasn't enough staff on, you know, that pressure that you feel if you've ever worked in the service industry like that. That is a terrible feeling. And I never have those type of feelings now. And actually I do want a side note, say, I think I still have nightmares from the time when I was a waitress. That was what, probably 15 years in the past now, 10 years in the past. And I still have nightmares that wake me up at night when I feel like the restaurant is full of people and I do and unable to serve everyone. That is such a stressful feeling. But the good, the good in my business now is I have been able to have the freedom to choose the types of clients and people that I want to be able to work with. That's something that when I was an employee, you don't have that freedom. You just 
work with anyone that your boss tells you, you have to do a job for or work with. And when you have your own business and you have certain systems in place, you really have the ability to work with people who really light you up, whose morals align with yours, whose business excites you and who they're excited to work with you too. And that's something that not many people talk about, but it really is such a rewarding and fulfilling feeling to know when you can wake up each day and you look at your calendar and you see the people who you're either going to be meeting with over Zoom or speaking with or doing business with or doing deals with. And you're like, this is awesome. You know, it's just such a good feeling that everyone that you're going to be seeing that day, you really do want to look forward to seeing. So that's something I would say a big part of the good of business for me is that. And the other big thing is that I'm able to stay home with my family, with my son and my husband, and we're able to work from home and focus on what we want to do without having to leave, without having to put, um, when my son was a baby, I didn't have to put him in daycare because I was able to just have the bills covered from my blog and focus on being able to build out my company with him just right there beside me on the couch, which is such an important thing. And I know if there's moms listening, that's always the biggest thing, having to leave your newborn or your young children at home, but you also want to be able to focus on your business. So if you can do it together, it's just the best thing. That's the, the biggest good I could ever, ever think of. I love that so much. I love that. That's awesome. All right. So I feel like we were just dreaming, right? Like this is, this is a girl's dream, right? To be able to be home with their family, still make an executive income, love what she's doing, love who she's doing it with. Oh my gosh. It really does sound like a fairy tale, but it's true. And it can happen for you. It happened for you. It can happen for our listeners. And I love that. Um, next we're going to talk about the bad. So we know with, when you have good like that, there's gotta be some obstacles. And we know as successful entrepreneurs that we never focus on the bad. Most times people have trouble remembering because we want to work through it, right? We want to remember the lesson and forget the experience, but we can help those coming behind us. Um, if we're able to share some of those things that we've been through, how maybe we overcame them and what we're grateful for today. And I find that most times when we look back at that bad and ugly, we are in such a grateful mode because it, it is who really what made us who we are today. Right. So Definitely. let's tell a story about the bad. Okay. Yes. Oh my goodness. I sort of have to be like, which one should I pick? <laughs> but when you are an entrepreneur or you're trying to become an entrepreneur, whatever it is that you're doing, there's certain sacrifices that you just have to put up. You know, maybe if you're starting, you are able to start with a virtual assistant or someone that you can delegate some tasks to that can really help you. When I was starting, I didn't have that yet. And even if we go a little bit further, when I was waitressing every day was the hardest because I was putting all of my time and energy into working these other jobs for people that I really had such limited energy at the end of the day to try to focus back onto what I wanted to do with building my company. And when it was really bad, that's when I was, you know, quitting the job. I was pregnant. I was quitting the brokerage job and I was pregnant and I didn't have a plan. I didn't have savings. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just had to take a chance. So that feeling in that moment, although exciting for the possibilities of what could happen is really scary. And that was something that you know, I just had to jump into and I had to push through. So 
I know that a lot of clients that I've worked with, they're working nine to fives and they're trying to build out their digital product business. And they say the same thing to me. I just don't know if I'm ready to leave. I don't know if I, I don't have enough savings yet. And I say like, I can't tell you to quit your job. I can't, but I can tell you that when I quit my job, that is what made the biggest shift because I didn't have a backup plan. I didn't have anything cushy to, to count on. I didn't have the savings yet. So I had to make it work. I had to make my blog turn a profit because if I didn't, we weren't eating, you know? So making that decision to just push yourself through that bad, whatever that bad may be for you. If the bad is you're worried that you aren't ready to leave your job yet. Think about but what if you did, what could you be able to do if you suddenly had your whole day only to focus on making your business make money? Wouldn't that feel amazing? So that is what I would say was my bad and being able to overcome that. And all of that time that I was living in the office, I was making those sacrifices. I was deciding to quit my job. It helped me have a thicker skin that has helped me now in business because, you know, with an online internet business, you can't make everyone happy and you have to accept that you have to have a thick skin and know who your target audience is. Who are the people that you are there to help and serve? And it's not everyone. You have to have a target, a targeted niche audience of the people that you specifically want to help. If you try to help everyone, you're not going to help anyone. So speak to the people that you really want to speak to and allow yourself to release the feeling of, upsetting someone else, not being right for someone else. People might say something mean to you. They may even say something, post something on social media. If it's a legitimate thing, like you messed up or something in your business is wrong, take it as feedback and fix whatever is wrong. But a lot of the time, sometimes people are just jerks. They're jealous. They don't get it. Or they just, that's how they treat people in their lives. You have to just release yourself from that, have thick skin, except you can't make everyone happy, but you're not trying to, and just focus on creating value in the content you put out and reaching the people that you really want to help. And then you will. That's like a pot of gold right now, Chelsea, (laughs) just what you said, just niching it down. If you try to help everyone, you're not going to help anyone. Uh, you know, it just, Oh my gosh, such brilliant, brilliant wisdom that you share today for our listeners. And of course, you know, the part where people are jerks, right? (laughs) Yes. And they're going to, you know, they are going to say things and do things, but you just rise above. Right. And that's what makes you, that's another thing that makes you invincible is that, you know, that stuff can stop people in their tracks, but you didn't allow that to happen. And you rose above and here you are today, enjoying the success and the life that you designed and created for you and your family. And that is amazing. So now girl, we are taking a turn. We are going ugly. We got to tell these listeners about the ugly truth about things that can really happen in your life when you step up and claim, right? What, what is yours uh, and what you desire in your life. So let's share with them one of your ugly stories. Okay. And this is a big one. And I have a feeling that someone listening may be experiencing this now or has in the past, because I think it is more common than people talk about. And that is imposter syndrome. When we are starting a business, when we are starting anything new, sometimes there's a little feeling, a little voice that comes in and it says, why would you do this? 
what gives you the right to speak on this or to teach this or to sell this? Or maybe it's saying there's so many other people in this industry or this niche. Why would anyone listen to you? And I believe that that voice is just imposter syndrome. And I think that it comes out when we are about to make a big change or do something that pushes us past our limits, out of our comfort zone and do something great. So a big thing for me was when I was, I had decided to make my blog, my focus and leave my job. I had not only imposter syndrome, but I also had friends and family members who were probably very well-meaning when they asked me what I was up to. And I said, yeah, I'm just blogging right now to them. That sounds like what? that's not a business. How are you going to make money? Why are you wasting your time? And a lot of times people think that blogging is just like you're writing an online diary, right? You're just talking about your feelings or something, but that is not what blogging when it's it's from a place of content marketing as a business, you're writing articles that help people that teach people that sell products that educate people about things. It is completely a business, but for most people, unless they are a business owner or blogger entrepreneur, They probably don't understand that. So that was one thing I had to overcome in the beginning. I realized I don't need to tell my friends and family members what I'm working on. They don't get it. They're not my target audience. I'm not trying to speak to those people through my business. So they don't need to know what I'm doing. And that was something that I've now seen a lot in my clients when they are deciding to put something new out, to step out, to launch a product. They are overcome with these feelings as well. Their friends and family may not support, but I have to assure you that's okay. Like I said, you're not trying to teach or sell or educate your friends and family. You just need to focus on the people that you are trying to speak to, the people out there in the internet where there are so many people who do need your help and they need to hear your voice and your perspective on it. And it doesn't matter if there are hundreds or thousands of people writing about the things you want to write about blogging in your niche, selling similar products. That's okay. Competition in the marketplace is good. If there's competition, that's usually a good sign that there's people buying that, right? So we want to focus on that as from an education standpoint, that someone doing something similar to you go and see how they're doing it and then make your version better because you, only you have your unique voice and your unique take on the matter at hand. No one can write it or, or promote it or do it like you can. So just put your blinders on, put your head down, get to work and really just do the work, focus on what your big goal is and then do the work that it takes you to get there. And don't worry about what anyone is saying or thinking, or, you know, if you're, you're out and you see your friends and they say, you know, you probably, if you're a blogger, you probably heard this, they kind of scrunch up their nose and your friends say, how's your blog? You know, and it feels so judgy, ignore it, say great. And don't even go into details about it because they will ask you why you're doing it now. But in a year, they will ask you how you did it. So just focus on that. Keep doing you and ignore those voices. Ignore that imposter syndrome. I think no matter how far ahead we get, we still get that imposter syndrome voice, but we just get better at recognizing it and better at ignoring it. So that voice comes up in your head, acknowledge it. Oh, that's just imposter syndrome. Bye. Ignore it. Off it goes and keep on doing your work. 
Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And I just can't help but say, you know, all of those people that doubted you and that blog and that time, and then here you turn around and sold your blog <laughs> for $50,000. Like, where were they then, right? Like, tell our <laughs> listeners, what did they say when that happened? Because it was, I know you were like holding up the check, right? <laughs> I actually didn't tell anyone. I, I've, I've talked about it here in interviews and podcasts, and I've talked about it on my website. Website, so I, I let my students know how I did it and things like that. But I never told anyone in my personal life. Um, you know, I told my mom and she's supportive, but yeah, I never really told people and I don't really, I don't talk about what I do in business in my personal life. It's really just something that I sort of have kept separate and I'm finding now I'm making more business relationships and I'm making more friendships through my business with other people who are doing the same sort of thing, sort of like you, Cami, like people who are podcast hosts and creators. And I'm finding that I'm separating that a little bit. So when I go and I see my friends and, you know, we can't really see each other right now with COVID, but when I will be going to see them, it's all just personal and fun. And it's really just a split between the two, the two worlds. So it's an outlet to just have fun. Whereas business is business. (laughs) I love it. You are brilliant and you are courageous. And thank you so much, not just for being invincible, but for being courageous, for living that life, for trusting the process, for answering the calling, you know, when everyone else was doubtful that you were able, even as young as you were to just step up and stand up for what you believed in. And then having the courage to share it with the world to, you know, hopefully encourage other people that they can do it too. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for being here today. And we we appreciate you so much. One more time, tell our listeners where they can find you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Your show is so inspirational and I'm just totally honored to get to be a part of it. So thank you. Yeah, everybody, you can come and find me at herpaperroot.com. That's where I share blogging and marketing and online business development tips, lots of free resources there. And then if you'd like to look at my Blogs for Sale marketplace, you can find that at blogsforsale.co. There's tons of profitable niche sites for sale. Or if you want to sell yours, there is a form right on the website at Blogs for Sale where you can fill out and I will take a look at your website and give you a suggested price that you may be able to sell it for. And we may be able to work together, which would be awesome. I love it. And to our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.